السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسلي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise due to almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen today is the ninth of Ramadan 1443. In our report back which I have entitled Qasimul Ulum Cape Town will come to that last insha'Allah. So we started Ramadan Mubarak there in South Africa Saturday night last week Sunday and mashallah we had our Q&A and that's going very well with Mon Arafat on Sunday and yesterday also Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen and in the morning the program is going exceptionally well with the help, grace and mercy of Almighty Allah as I said that I try and dedicate it to the non-Muslims because they have so many misconceptions regarding Islam and it is our duty that we must teach them and educate them regarding the pristine and pure Islam not what they are seeing on their television, listening on their radios and reading in the newspapers online or whichever way they read so that is and we open the floor to them and you can see yourself that how many of them are benefiting we beg Allah accept us for the whole world out of your fadl, your grace, your mercy the tafsir alhamdulillah rabbil alameen we just finished now with surah anbiya 16 and half Jews and I sent it out already anybody wants the tafsir just send me a message tafsir and then I will send it to you if you don't get it today then tomorrow I'm inundated with so many questions but we try to answer everyone alhamdulillah rabbil alameen and then we with surah hajj we have just started chapter 22 so alhamdulillah that is going well today we finish chapter 42 so that is surah to shura as well and thereafter the bless of marriage that also going well alhamdulillah we say jazakallah khairan to all the directors of Radio Lansar International and the directors of Sirius FM our brother Faisal Asmal his beloved son Yusuf Asmal and above all we must thank Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and the entire capital group they are the ones mashallah that they gave us the initiative to start this Marcus Sahaba and now inshallah we are four years old 
hold with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, our first broadcast was on the 12th of April and today is 11th April so four years have passed it's only the mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. and if you take Islamic lunar calendar then it was 26th of Rajab so that is already passed Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Rabbana Taqabbal Minna Inna Kanta Samir Alim to the Barakah Wasila of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi you accept it Ya Allah and bless the capital group Aji Muhammad Ikhlas his parents wife children brothers sister and all of them may all Allah, make it the means of Hidayat and Najat in the year after as well Thereafter, mashallah, we find that it was on Friday. Then I went here to the Jami Masjid. Oh, every day when Ramadan started, the last 20 minutes or so. So I read Asr Salat in the Sufi Masjid. And then straight away I leave for the Jami Masjid. And if this time, then I read Quran Sharif. And thereafter, we have a Hadith lesson. And I explain to them two, three Hadiths. And the last five, seven minutes, then we have a program of dua and so forth so this is carrying on for years and years so we thank Miaswam for that uh, Watafar Islamic Institute our Jami Masjid is under them and yeah mashallah Sufi Masjid is under Chota punched by his sons Hafiz Wasiullah Hafiz Masihullah Allah Jalla grant all the marhumin Jannatul Firdaus they love great they left behind great great legacies mashallah Allah Jalla reward them all and they their families and so forth so that is where we are and then Friday I went there to the Jami Masjid and mashallah so there the crowd now is big again with the help and mercy of all Allah Jalla Wala so uh, that is the most important things I want to give as introduction now there are seven eight points I need to mention quickly because you know this all lengthy discussions and so forth so let's start number one Pakistan I went to Pakistan in 74 March and I came back finally to South Africa the 12th March I left South Africa 1974 2nd November I came back to South Africa 1980 so therefore I say approximately 7 years I spent there and so forth and so on so at least somebody we know about Pakistan and so forth so regarding Imran Khan so we all know he was a famous cricket player and so forth and so on and then he became a politician. I don't have gratitude to do with him and so forth. He doesn't know me. But what is the truth? We must speak that. So what has happened now? You see when the invasion took place of Russia to Ukraine, Imran was there in Russia and everybody knows that. And he was telling Putin that we need you know, oil, we need put, we need the wheat, the wheat, we need this, we need that. And that's a good thing. Why must they always go to America or the Arab regime? and so forth and so on so that was a good move so now when the invasion took place the Americanos the Yankees and the Europeans all ganged up together and they said no you must support us and they wrote a letter to him the ambassadors he told them go to hell who are the hell to you to come and dictate to us which is 100% right so now this no Pakistani ruler a leader could have done so one thing about Imran you must remember if 
if you want one, two great articles of him, you know Bradford University, they made him the chancellor for nine years and he didn't take wages. And then he told them that you can keep it, I don't want it, and he walked out. They called him back and they said, fine, we accept your proposal, we will build and we'll tell you that you can have the university, a branch of it there in Pakistan and so forth. So I spoke to senior, senior ulama who are not biased, you know, Pakistan. They all agree on one point. They say is ke under corruption Okay, he's not nobody can point that he stole and he was corrupt. That you can't say about Pakistani politicians. Ninety nine just like South Africa, ninety percent, ninety five percent corrupted beyond be Molana, no Molana, whatever you must remember that. I'm speaking of this day and this age. So you must remember that that is where we are. So what happened is this is Wamakaru Wamakarallah. Imran is not a foolish guy. He knows that there are two burning issues in the Ummah. One is Kashmir, one is Palestine. So he invites 57 countries, foreign ministers, the only person in the past century, you can say 70, 80 years, to do a thing like this, to gather 57 Muslim countries. He gathered them twice in Pakistan and he said that we, the Ummah, have failed our brothers, sisters, children in Kashmir. India administered Kashmir, and we have failed our brothers, sisters, children in Gaza, Palestine, and so forth. This resonates with everybody if you have a spark of Iman. So do you think India will accept it? India is a terrorist apartheid regime nowadays, you must remember that. Do you think the rogue apartheid regime of Israel will accept that? The European Union also condemned them with the horrific killing of the lady there in Bethlehem and all that had happened yesterday. I've been to this country to Palestine five times, India six, seven times, I can't remember. So that time India was still good, but now after Modi and them came in, so you must remember they used the same tactics, similar tactics of Israel. And Quran has taught us they are our worst enemies, the Jews and the Hindus, majority of them. Surah 5, verse 82. And if you know anything of Hadith, it's an authentic Hadith in Sunan Nasai. Even Sheikh Albani, Rahimullah, has authentic indicated it in Sunan Nasai that a time will come Isabatan min Ummati. One group of my Ummah will fight India and they will beat them. Yagzul Hind. And the second group, the Dirzuma Isa ibn Maryam. And they will be the one to take over whole Palestine, whole Levant, the whole world, inshallah, and so forth. First, the Mahdi will come and liberate it. So all this is still going to happen. So victory is ours. There's no doubt about it. So Imran is out. So now they're celebrating and that if you know Pakistan politics, the People's Party corrupt like you can't believe. Asif Zardadi's name is, you must remember, Mr. 10%. Nawaz Sharif corrupt like you can't believe. Multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire maybe. So you must remember, these are the biggest parties. Then the Molana's parties, there's also corruption like you can't believe. So you must remember that that is how Pakistan works nowadays. 
So Imran came and he wanted to build that Islamic block. That is what the West fears the most, that if the Muslims get united and so forth, then there'll be a huge problem. So that is now in two weeks, they work the whole thing out. They get the Senate, they get all these politicians, get them together and tell them that fine, you must have a vote of all, no confidence, all of you must join and so forth. So this was stabbing Imran in the back and the Pakistani people in the back. I give you one story. When I resigned from Newcastle Darulum, that I was there for 20 years, that last five, six months, I was free in this sense because I resigned. So my cousin, my brother came to me, my friend, Yusuf Dokrat, he told me, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. He said, come, you tell me anywhere we go. So I told him, Yusuf, don't talk to those stories. He said, no, I'm telling you. So I went. I told him, okay, we go to America. We go Canada. We go, yeah. He said, okay, we go to Yemen. I said, then we go for Umrah. He said, fine. So that was the first time I went to America and he arranged everything, 10-year visa. That time was no problem and all that. Three-year visa for Canada. And I saw, and I wasn't impressed at all with what I saw in America. But anyway, I left my CV a few places. So then they invited me. So I told them for Ramadan, Taraweeh. I said, no problem. And, but this time I made condition, I'll come with my wife. So that's the time we went to White House, United Nations, all these things here. So that's the talk I gave them each day. You know, everyone behind me in Salat, they were 50, 60, 70, whatever. 40 of them, 45 of them, all from Pakistan, and not just ordinary doctors. Everyone, top shot specialists. Everyone, ologists, ologists, ologists. I told them one day, the only person missing is a zoologist. My eat they talked to them. I said that you have left Pakistan and come here, and I took out my handkerchief and said for the, for the American V passport. All of you got American passports. I saw your houses. I saw your cars. And you are top shot doctors. But what you have done, you have set your children up as a failure as far as Islam goes. And are you really loyal to your country, Pakistan? This is one of the biggest tragedies of Pakistan. How disloyal they are to their country. They just offered $100, $1,000, 1000 pounds extra, they leave and they're gone. So you must remember so Imran wants to teach them that you need to become a nation that has wafa that has loyalty in you. Don't become be wafa like you see our countries so yeah, anybody puts money in front of the politician, look bring in the right hand, bring in the left hand. So that's how it works so 80-90% you know so that is what he was trying to do the thing we must criticize Imran on is that he never ever criticized China publicly for their policy against the Uyghur Muslim. That was a big terrible blunder of Imran and he must be criticized. What is right is right. What is wrong is wrong. There's no question about that. Second thing he must be criticized. He brought in many Shias, Qadianis in the government here and there and so forth. So that also we totally disagree.
agree with him, but you must look at his aims and objectives. So that and what happened now, remember Imran will come back, inshallah, with a bigger majority. Remember these type of things here. Two, three Molanas are asking, they don't understand. When I explain these two, three things with evidence, finish, the whole argument is gone. So that is Imran. Second one for you and me, South Africans, remember that the government, they got an amendment to the health bill and what have you. I sent out a document. All the others are very complicated. I just did it now to see how easy it is. For all you Kalas, Papas, Appas, Aunties, and so forth who are like me, you're not good in computers, you're not good in all these things. So I sent out one. Just look for that document. Wake up South Africa. The caption heading is Wake up South Africa. And when you see that, just read it. And at the bottom, you will find that why are you objecting? They tell you and they give you answers. You choose the answer and it will come there. And then you put your name, you put the region and all that and your email, phone number, and then you send it. And you must say, I don't agree with this bill. And you give one, two reasons, religious reasons, whatever reasons, and in so forth. It's very easy. One minute, two minute job, it's done. So see there in all, the, I know we send you a lot of things. See there, wake up South Africa and you will see at the bottom they got their dear South Africa. So that's the one you must fill in. It's very, very easy, user friendly. So use that inshallah. Then we come to the two apartheid terrorist regimes. One is Israel. Israel is occupied Palestine. So you must remember before Israel was established, already they were murdering and massacring the Muslims and the Palestinians and so forth. You must read about the Irgun terrorists. You must read about the Stern terrorists and these gangs, how they terrorized the Palestinians. The Palestinians were simple people and they said that these people are kicked out of Europe and they treated them like guests but some min kalbak ya akulka sometimes you have a dog and that puppy it gets big and it eats you up you know so that is what happened there you must remember this so now they want to become the bosses of the Palestinians but remember never will they come right if you look at the parallel between America, between Israel and India is very similar both adopted an apartheid policy both of them, the Muslims are 20-25% plus minus and so forth. Both want to kick out the people, the Muslims. In India they tell them, Jao, Jao, Pakistan, Jao, Jao, Kabristan. Go to Pakistan or get out, go to the graveyard or otherwise you become a Hindu. And you look at Palestine, same thing there. They tell them, go to the Arab countries and so forth. And the biggest criminals in this are the Saudi government, the Emirates government, Bahrain government, Moroccan government, all those who are cutting deals and making deals with the Israelis. One day, I was with Sheikh Sabuni, my beloved teacher. He used to tell me a lot of things. We were alone many times. So I told him, Sheikh, what do you have to say of these Arab countries and that? He said, Kulluhum shayateen. They are the ones who protect Israel more than anybody else. So you must remember these type of things here. So that is why they had to leave their motherland of Halab and Syria 
because of the Bashar Asad, the Kafir, Kufar, Shia, Alawi. So Shias our enemies, Jews our enemies, Hindus our enemies, majority of them, the Jews and the Hindus. So we must be clear on these issues. Who are we, where do we stand and who are our enemies and so forth. Then yesterday while I was doing my program, I saw two ulama came in. I just started Moana Anwar Peters and Moana Shahid Shamsuddin, both my students, both graduated in Darlum, Newcastle and so forth. So I told them come and sit and then I gave the lesson, we made dua, we had iftar together and so forth. Qasim al-Ulum are the graduates of Darul Newcastle. Qasim, named after our honorable principal, Hazrat Mohana Qasim Sema, Rahimamullah, who qualified. He went in 35 from South Africa and came back in 44. In 42, Mohana Sema came. The ship was torpedoed. Thousand people in the ship, plus minus, 125 survived. And he, Mohana, survived. I spent 20 years with him. So a fatherly figure, mashallah, Allah, give him highest stages in Janatul Firdaus. So then they named the Darulum after Mo Qasim Sema, Rahimullah Qasim Ulum. In existence for 25 years, I will send out just now in the afternoon to all the groups. They are Lilla account and they are Zakat account numbers and so forth. So whatever you want to deposit is your is a very, very good cause. Cape Town is a poor area where the Muslims are and in existence. They Qasim Ulum, 25 years. Darulum Newcastle, this year the oldest Dalum in the history of South Africa. Moha Qasim Sema started in 73 alone. 83 we had our first Jalsa. MashaAllah, dead Moha Qasim Sema, Moha Mansurul Haq, Moha Mumtazul Haq, he passed away, Moha Sema passed away. And then Moha Yunus Osman and myself. We were two Memans, no Gujarati, no Apras there at that time in teachers. So, in teaching the final year. And you must remember that there were two Pakistanis and Moha Qasim Sema Urdu. So that was, you must remember, the, te- the teachers for the final year and at Darum Newcastle. So 83, we had our first Jalsa and more than 5,000 people came. It was a very big thing for South Africa. So Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So 50 years this year for Darum Newcastle, 25 years for Qasimul Ulum. And then you must remember that they started every year. So mashallah, they invite many, many guests there to go there and that, you know. So from local ulama and so forth. Most of the senior ulama, they went there for Bukhari Khatam and so forth, so on. Uh, Mohan Fazul Rahman went, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab went, Mohan Abdul Hamid Sab went, and so many of them I know because I was there most of the time and so forth. So like that, they have, mashallah, very good ta'alluq with our ulama and everything, the senior, senior ulama. So mashallah, it's a worthy cause. So therefore, people keep on asking, where must we send? Then the last point I want to raise in the last two minutes. Remember this mass etikaf is very good, but remember if you don't have people to sit in your own town, then you are doing a disservice. You must sit in your own town. Then you worry about going to sit by your sheikh and all that. If it's a true sheikh, he will tell you sit in your own town. Second one, it's good when you fulfill all the conditions. If you're taking so much place and space and you're disturbing and causing taklif to others, then it's not 
not permissible. Remember that. Next one, you're making zikr loud, loud, all that. People want to make dua. People want to make their tilawat of Quran. People want to make zikr. But you disturbing them, all that is haram then. So zikr bil jahar, loud zikr permissible when you are not causing taklif to others. So all these are conditions. Islam teaches us we must fulfill our duty with beauty, not just haphazardly and all that. And there's no blind following of sheikh and all these type of things. Yeah, you must follow the sheikh who follows the sharia, not the sheikh who's eyeing your daughter or eyeing your pocket and so forth and so on. And they use the sawwuf. You know how Iran became a kafir country, Shia country. From the year 640 plus minus Gregorian calendar to 1500, Ahlu Sunnah, Imam Muslim came from there, Imam Ibn Majah came from there, and great, great ulama, Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahimahullah's family came from there, Hazrat Pirani, Pirani, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, if you study, they also came from that part of the world, and so forth, is buried in Iraq and all that, but you must remember, giants came from there, 1500, before that, Ismail Safawi came, the Shia, in the name of the Sawwuf, he made thousands of people murid, then when they became a power to be reckoned with, the first thing they did, they massacred and slaughtered the Sunni ulama, and then they took power in 1501. From 1501 till now, Shia, Iran is a Shia country, and so forth, and slowly, same thing India is doing, that Iran has destroyed so many places of the Sunnis, Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani, the student of Imam Abu Hanifa, student of Imam Malik, teacher of Imam Shafi'i, is buried there in Ray, Nam Nishan, you won't find a sign of it there. There's one example I'm giving. Same thing India is doing now. So may Almighty Allah decimate the enemies of Islam and may Almighty Allah give us the tawfiq that we can distinguish what is haq and batil. Another point, another thing I sent out during the course of the week, that those people, Jusa, Uksa, all of them who closed our masajid went to court as friends of the court and joined the lesbians our fatwa remains to give them zakat, to give them lilla to give them, support them not permissible, you leave it to your conscience and see that can we support people who closed our masajid, Allah's curse be upon such people, Quran says that lahum fi dunya khizyu wa lahum fil akhirati adabun azim so you must be very clear where you are sending your money we don't want your money alhamdulillah but I'm helping you out because you're asking me who to give where to give and so forth next up inshallah we got brother Yusuf Ali Qasim Qasim Ulum of the topic current affairs with brother Yusuf Ali and then 3 to 3.35 3.40 the repeat of the morning's Q&A and then the Urdu advices and lecture Mufti Muhammad Ali Falahi then 4 to 5.20 Moana Khalid Yaqub 5.20 to Iftar Durban time will be inshallah Mu'afiz or Hussein Wadi and thereafter around 6.20s or so will be brother Yusuf Ali right till 10 to 7 or so and then from then 10 to 7 or till 7.15 will be Maulana Zahid Khan and 7.15 we move to Marisburg inshallah for the local Tarawi and then 8.25 to international Tarawi 10 to 10.30 will be Mufti Yaqub Valley and 10.30 to 11 will be Maulana Dawood Siddat inshallah Aziz, barakallahu feek, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.